Good morning, everyone. Well, that was a bit of a feeble response. We'll try that again. And the Sunday school will normally say it, they normally answer you. Good morning, everyone. It's lovely to see you all here this morning. And on behalf of the Sunday school, we would like to um, thank you for your support in coming out this morning and supporting the Sunday school with your attendance. Um, I know I'm biased when it comes to Sunday school, but I think um, the program that the boys and girls have for you today is something that you'll really enjoy. Uh, as we teach the kids in Sunday school, um, we try to instill into them that when we're here to take part, not for ourselves, but we're here to praise and worship the Lord. And it's great that they're able, all able to use their talents that the Lord has given them to do that. And I hope that you're blessed by what you hear and see this morning. It's hard to believe that we're coming to the end of yet another year. And it seems to me that the older you get, the faster the years go. And I also notice that the older I get, the larger I have to print this out, because I can hardly see it. Um, I'm going to have to invest in a pair of glasses. But we've had another good year with the children um, through what's taught in their classes um, and other missionary stories that we do in Open Sunday School and also the visits of real-life missionaries, which is a great impact on the kids. And it's great to see the impact that that has on them. Um, as I've said on many occasions, being involved with the young children and older ones within our church through the Sunday School blesses us as teachers so much. Um, as we um, see their Christian lives develop and as we also try to reach others with the Saviour's love, it really is a privilege to serve the Lord in this work. If you've got one of the order services this morning, you will notice that there are quite a few items that the children are taking part in. The choir will be singing a few pieces. There are two readings, two piano recitals, a poem, a solo, and again we're having a recital of a well-known Christmas verse that has been very well memorized. We will then be showing a short video presentation of some items that the kids have done in their own homes, which has worked out quite well this year as there's someone able to be here today. Within the Sunday School this year, we've also had some great encouragement as two of the children who attend each week have accepted the Lord Jesus as their Savior. And when you hear news like that, it makes all those Sunday mornings worthwhile. And we give the Lord all the glory for that. And I would ask you, the congregation, to pray for them. The children again this year have also helped put together um, small hampers for the elderly who don't get to attend the service on a regular basis. And I want to thank the parents for their help with that and supplying all the items to go into the hampers. We also make a Christmas card to go along with that. And the verse that we chose this year is Matthew 1:21, And it reads, And she shall bring forth a son, and I shall call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And that is the simple gospel message. Jesus came into this world sinless. He came to save us, his people, from our sins. And through his death and resurrection, if we only believe in him and ask him into our hearts. But maybe you're here today not even wanting to think about that. Maybe you're happy continuing continue to reject the Lord Jesus, free offer of salvation. Will it be our prayer this morning that you would accept him as your saviour? In a few minutes, one of the young girls is going to come and recite a poem, and it's called Jesus is the Greatest Gift. And wouldn't it be wonderful for you to accept that gift this Christmas? I want to finish by thanking all the parents for their support and sending their children out each Sunday. Um, without them, we wouldn't have a Sunday school, so it's greatly appreciated. Also for the teachers, for all their dedication and their service for the Lord in this work. It is really greatly appreciated as well for the time and effort that they put in and what they do in the Sunday School. And I also want to take this opportunity to thank Mr. Paul McCready 
for taking the time to put the video together. He's done an excellent job and he's taken some of the pressure off myself in doing that. Okay, I can breathe a sigh of relief now. That's my bit done and I'm very happy to hand over to the children. Um, and I hope you enjoy the rest of the program we have put together. And firstly, I'd like to ask Elijah to come and, make, and do the first reading for us. Thank you. This reading is found in Matthew chapter 1, verses 18 to 23. Now the birth of Jesus Christ is on this wise. When as his mother Mary was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found as a child with the Holy Ghost. Then Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. But while he sat on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thy son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done, that it might be fulfilled, which is spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, Behold, the virgin shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us.
The Bible says in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Luke 2, verse 11 to 14. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Saviour, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, good will toward men. Jesus is the greatest gift. Born in a poor, humble manger was Jesus our Saviour and Lord, bringing the gift of salvation to all who believe him and trust in his word. Over the town of Bethlehem in the sky a star did shine bright. It was there to guide the wise men, and oh, what a wonderful sight. As they bowed before him, they worshipped and adored. Then they presented gifts most rare, mere frankincense and gold. The angel of the Lord did say, Fear not, for I bring great joy. Today is born in the city of David a special baby boy. What rejoicing in the sky as the angels began to sing, Glory to God, peace and goodwill, and joy to the for the newborn king. Jesus is the greatest gift this Christmas you could ever receive. 
Ask him to take all your sin away. Just trust him and believe.
like to thank you all for coming to our Sunday School Christmas service. You are now going to watch some items that we have done at home. I hope you enjoy and are blessed by what you see and hear. John 3, verse 16. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Thank you. 
once again. God bless. Have a lovely Christmas. As we take our seats together, again, I want to thank the boys and girls, and we have heard many verses uh, from them this morning, and there's just one more verse uh, that I want to add to what has already been said, and it's Mark's Gospel, the chapter 1 and the verse 1, and it says, the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the beginning of the gospel of of Jesus Christ. Whenever you come to the Gospels, you would find in Matthew's Gospel, as he makes reference to the birth of the Savior, he highlights for us there the star, and he speaks about the wise men and the gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh that were brought to the baby Jesus. And then if you were to come to Luke's Gospel, and as Luke makes reference to the Savior's birth, he speaks about the shepherds who were out in the fields keeping watch over their flocks by night. And of course, the angel of the Lord appeared unto them and said, Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. When you come to John's Gospel, well, it commences here in a similar way. It mentions the beginning and John says, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was a reference to the Lord Jesus Christ. And when you come down John chapter 1, John says, And the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And that was a reference to the birth of the Savior and to his coming into the world. But when you come here to Mark's gospel, Mark just opens up his gospel by speaking about the beginning of the gospel. 
the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And of course, whenever he's referring there to the beginning of the gospel, that would take in the Savior's birth as well, because the gospel as we know it, it began with the entrance of Christ into this world. And Mark just speaks to us here about the gospel of Jesus Christ. And that's what I want us to think about just for a few moments together at the close of our service today. And one word in particular, and I want you to remember this word. Mark says the beginning of the gospel And I want you to think about the gospel. Over the Christmas time, we can be taken up with thinking about so much. But what I want you to take time to think about is the gospel. Because that's really what the season is all about. And the word gospel, it means good news. You see, here we have the glad tidings of great joy that is to be to all people. And so when you think about the gospel. Well, I'm going to take each letter of the word gospel, and it will speak to us about the different aspects of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and you see if you can remember them. And so we'll take the first letter, the letter G, and we'll say that G is for giving, giving. And of course, this is a time of the year when we think much about giving, or maybe we think about receiving more than we do about giving. But it's a time of the year for giving and for receiving gifts, and we want to give to those that we love. And maybe the boys and girls, as they think about Christmas and the lead up to Christmas Day, there are some gifts that you're thinking about and some things that you're maybe hoping to receive. And so when we think about the gospel and that letter G, the first letter, you think about giving. But then remember about the greatest giving and the greatest gift of all. And John chapter 3 and verse 16 teaches us about that giving because it says, For God so loved the world that he gave. And what did the Lord give? He gave his only begotten son. What a gift, the gift of God's son. And of course, through him, the gift of eternal life. And that's why when Mark opened up his gospel, he spoke about the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And God the Father gave his only begotten son into this world. And that's what this season is all about. And so when you think about the gospel and that first letter G, you remember it's for giving, giving. But what about the second letter, the letter O? Well, we think about the word one, one. Because when it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ, there's only one gospel. There's only one true gospel, and there's only one way to heaven. Maybe if you've been out uh, driving in the car, and you come across this sign, and this sign at the side of the road would tell you 
This is one way. There's only one way. And so you're only allowed to drive up that particular street one way, one direction. When it comes to the gospel of Jesus Christ, there's only one, only one way to heaven. And maybe the children learn that little chorus, one way God said to get to heaven. Jesus is the only way, no other way, no other way to get to heaven. Jesus is the only way. And of course, when the Lord Jesus Christ was upon this earth, and he was speaking to his disciples in John 14 and the verse 6, he said himself, I am the way. I am the way. He's not one of a number of different ways to heaven. He's the way to heaven. He's the only way to heaven. Some people even today would still think that if they just do their best and they try to be a good person and they don't do anyone else any harm, they think, well, that'll be enough to get me to heaven. Some people think if they attend church on a regular basis, well, I go to church and I would be religious and that should get me to heaven. Or if they say, well, I'm very charitable and I give to charity and I try to help others as much as possible. But those things don't take you to heaven. The only thing that takes you to heaven is faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why Mark said, this is the beginning of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And it's the gospel, the one and only gospel. And so when you think about that word, the word gospel, you think about the letter G. I want you to remember these. G is for giving. And O, that tells us there's only one gospel. And S, well, the letter S, that has to stand for Savior, Savior. And in fact, the name Jesus teaches us that he is the Savior. We heard the verse uh, today already, maybe more than once, and it was that verse, Matthew 1, and the verse 21, and that verse says, And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save. He's the Savior. He shall save his people from their sins. And when the Lord Jesus Christ was born into Bethlehem's manger, he came into the world in order to save. And to save, he went the whole way to Calvary's cross. And he shed his precious blood and he laid down his life to be the Savior. Unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, a Savior which is Christ the Lord. And young people and older people too never forget the reason why Christ Jesus came into the world. He came to seek and to save that which was lost. Paul said to Timothy, Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners to save sinners, and that's you and me. For we've all sinned 
And we've all come short of the glory of God. But thank God today, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ brings us the Savior. The Savior. So remember these letters. G. I'll not ask you. We'll not take time to go and ask and see who can remember them. But G is for giving. And O was for one. And S, well, that's for Savior. But the P, the fourth letter, that's the word power, power. And when we think about the Lord Jesus, he's all-powerful. The Lord Jesus Christ is the Almighty. And he was able to say, all power is given unto me. And therefore, the Lord Jesus Christ has power today to save to save. He's able to save. When the apostle wrote to the Hebrews, he spoke there in Hebrews about the Lord's ability. He is able, Hebrews 7 and 25, he is able also to save them to the uttermost that come on to God by him. He has the power to save and he is still able to save to the uttermost. The Apostle Paul said, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God. The power of God unto salvation. And I wonder today about you. Have you known God's so great salvation? The Lord has the power to save. And he has the power to transform and to change lives. The power of the Savior through the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then think again about the word gospel. See if you're getting these words, giving, and one, and Savior. And then we've just thought about the power. And then the letter E, everyone, everyone. Boys and girls, moms and dads, grandparents today. The gospel of Jesus Christ is for everyone. There's a word in the Bible, and my, I love the word. It's the word that's in the Bible, whosoever, whosoever. And I came across that word, whosoever. And I wondered, well, whosoever, if we were to try and give the meaning of that word, the best way to give the meaning of the word whosoever it's just to say, that means me. That means me. Whosoever takes in everybody. And there was a time whenever I came to hear and to understand that the word whosoever meant me as well. I became a Christian when I was 21. And I was in a gospel meeting. And I was thinking, well, there's a lot of other Christians in this meeting, but... I don't think it's for me. It's for all of these others, but it's not for me. And then the preacher that night in the church, he read Romans 10 and verse 13. And that verse said, For whosoever, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And I realized there and then, it is for me. It is for me. The gospel reaches out to everyone. That's why the Lord said, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel unto every creature. 
Romans 10 and 13 then became my verse. For through that I came to trust in the Lord Jesus Christ. The gospel is for everyone. But then we come to the final letter. And as we come to the final letter, I wonder how many are able to remember these words. Gee, that was for giving. And oh, that was for one gospel. And S, that was for the Savior. And P was for power. And E was for everyone. And that leaves the letter L. Well, there's only really one word that we could give with the letter L. And that's the word love. Love. Because love is at the very heart of the gospel. The Lord Jesus Christ came into this world because of love. And he went the whole way to Calvary's cross and there he would lay down his life to purchase our salvation. And he did it out of love. God's love to us even though we're sinners and even though we're undeserving of the love of God. But the Lord Jesus Christ was born in Bethlehem's manger in order to go to Calvary. And there at Calvary, we see his love demonstrated to us in the most powerful way because he laid down his life for us. The gospel of Jesus Christ the gospel of love. And again, the apostle Paul thought about that. He thought about what the Savior had done for him. And you know what the apostle Paul said? Paul said, he loved me and gave himself for me. Oh, there's many in this meeting this morning, and I know they're saved. They've given their testimony, they've told about how they trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ, and they can all say, he loved me, and he gave himself for me. And I wonder this morning, can you say that? You think of the Savior and his birth, and you consider his death, and the shedding of his precious blood, and the love that he had to do that for us. Can you say it personally? He loved me. And he gave himself for me. There's a little verse over in 1 John chapter 4. And with this I finish. It's the verse 8. And it simply says this. God is love. God is love. And so when you think about that word gospel and the last letter. And you think about love. You remember that God himself. God is love. It is our prayer that each and every one of us, young and old alike, might know the love of God at this Christmas time. May the Lord bless these simple words to each of our hearts this morning.